everybody. Grace here. I'll be your host today. Um, and I'll go ahead and introduce some of our friends. Uh, we have Megan, Jessica, and Brooke here to chat with us today. Last week, uh, we took a look at what it means to actually give God our best. And for our topic today, Brooke, do you want to give us a little overview of what we're going to be talking about? Sure. I think it's something that um, we're faced with right now, and that is how to live free from fear, worry, and anxiety. So that's what we're going to try to tackle today. <laughs> I think it's very prevalent for what we're living through in society right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so my first question for you guys is, have y'all experienced personal struggle with fear? Well, I'll go first. Yeah. I'll jump in. Um, when I, I when I was thinking about uh, fear this past week, I was like, where did this start? And I think even at an early age, I was just fearful. I was, um, I could hear things that were wrong with people, even older people, and convince myself that, that I had that. Mm. And I would even be so afraid of being alone, being by myself. And you just assume that, okay, these are just fears I'm going to have to live with from now on. And even as you grow older, your fears change. And um, you carry them like even in marriage and with me and Stephen going through infertility, that same fear of being alone crept in and I'm like, oh my goodness, how do I even combat fear? And I think it's important to note when you read the book of Job, Mm -hmm. he says, the thing I have feared the most has come upon me. Mm -hmm. So Job had fears in his life. So um, I think, I think we first have to realize, okay, what fear is in me and how did it get there? I think acknowledging it first is very important so then we can really start to combat it. Mm-hmm. I think whenever you brought up Job, like a lot of that too, whenever the devil comes to try to put things into your life, a lot of time I feel like just that if that was the things that he was fearing, mm. that's what the devil used mm-hmm. Yeah, towards his life. Yeah. Was if he's saying that the things that I feared, he first had to fear them and then yeah. Satan was able to use those things. That opened the door. Him. Yeah. You have to be really careful of speaking that out loud as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And bringing your mind. Yes. Taking mm-hmm. captive every captive. thought. Yep. Yeah, but Job, I mean, look, I think it even says that he made sacrifices for his kids. Mm-hmm. He was so afraid that things were going to happen to him, mm-hmm. and which they ended up, they did. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, I know with most fears, mm-hmm. a lot of times you're fearful and you try to put yourself in control or to you, you have an idea that you're going to be in control, that you're going to be able to fix this, or you're Mm going to have to take care of this, or you're going to, we don't rely on the faith that Jesus has already (laughs) taken care of everything. Yes. And that he will take care of everything. Mm -hmm. And no matter what happens, he is in control and he's a good God. He's a good father. Yeah. And whenever you can put your trust and reliance in on him i mm-hmm. feel like that takes away a lot of fear in general because it doesn't matter what happens in the world mm-hmm. what happens with your family right. what happens in your own life that he is above <laughs> all that right and right. whenever you have yeah. that faith in him you know yeah y- you don't have to worry you know that he's in control that you don't have mm-hmm. to be 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is a control thing and and not realizing that the character and nature of God is good. The Bible says Absolutely. that perfect love cast out fear. Mm-hmm. So when we understand how deeply we're loved and cared for, there's nothing to fear. Yeah. And and once I realized that God's word says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And there's a difference I've learned in the knowledge and then revelation. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I could repeat scripture, but it right. would never sink in, it seemed like. But mm-hmm. when I understood God loves me, mm-hmm. and not only does he love me, he's in love with me. And when I can think of... Uh, person who's probably in love with me the most right now and human wise Stephen is I hope so anyway (laughs) when I think of how much that he loves me and he's a human and he has you Mm -hmm. know he can only do so much but God who loves me so much there is nothing good the Bible says he will withhold nothing good from me Mm -hmm. and um so I think once we understand his character and see ourselves through his eyes there's nothing to Mm -hmm. fear yeah. Lack of control is always the root of my fear. Mm. I don't fear a lot of things that other people fear. But when God starts getting me out of my comfort zone and he's asking me to do things, especially when he lays it out in front of me and he doesn't really tell me yes or no. <laughs> he just lays it there and he wants me to move before he's going to give me confirmation. That is the hardest part for me. And I used to think I wasn't a fearful person, but over the last three years, he has thrown me out of my comfort zone a hundred times. And I have had to learn to sometimes step and then I hear that confirmation. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard revelation is to learn to step and be obedient before you get your answer. And that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is like Megan said, that is faith because we won't we won't sight. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say that stepping out in faith is something that I also have trouble with. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, my fear always comes in because I'm pretty bold. I'm not afraid to speak to anyone. Mm-hmm. But whenever God gives me a shove out of my own personal comfort zone, that's when I start having the fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it's simply an attack because right. that's mm-hmm. when he's going to use you the most. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when that fear and that anxiety is going to start to creep in. And we really have to combat it with that faith. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, yes. And something come to my mind, and me and Megan were just talking about this yesterday, as Scripture says that the enemy will roam around like a roaring lion, mm-hmm. seeking whom he may devour. And I love that it says like. He's not a roaring lion. Right. We know who the lion is. Yeah. Right. But, but once, once he sees how we respond to fear, mm-hmm. either we're going to open the door for it, right. and, or we're like, hey, wait a minute. I know who I am, and I know who you are. But the thing is, believers don't know who they are, but the enemy does know who they are. Mm -hmm. But he's just saying if they believe it. And so if he will roar like a lion, are we going to cower back in fear, or are we going to say, hey, no, no, no. Don't you bring that attack here. Don't you bring fear here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're a liar. So, yeah. That's good. That's real good. Um, So with all of the things going on in the world where we stand with all this political unrest and with the coronavirus and just fear and anxiety creeping in our society all over the place. What have you guys done over the past few months to just stand firm in your faith and really combat that anxiety? One of the things that I love, I had already done a study on Psalm 91 and then I had stopped the study with one of my mentors and 
months later, Linda Creech decided to do a book, and I had just joined that Sunday school class, and it was on Psalm 91. And I did a study with Graham Cook, and he (laughs) felt like that was one of his inheritance words was Mm -hmm. Psalm 91. And so I really felt like God was showing me Psalm 91, Psalm 91, Mm -hmm. Psalm 91. When are you really going to get it? And so when I started doing the, um, the Bible study with Linda in our Sunday school class, I remember getting to the very first kind of part that it says that there is a secret place. And I underlined secret. And I had a revelation one day. Why are there secrets in the Bible? Does it, is it because God doesn't want us to know it? Or is it because you're not going to find it if you're not seeking it out? It's impossible to know the secrets that are in the Bible if you're not reading mm-hmm. the Bible. And so when I got to this part and I thought, this is a secret, does that mean it's not for everybody? I don't think so. I think it's for everybody, mm-hmm. but not everybody gets a revelation of it. Mm-hmm. And so Psalm 91 to me is I have a shelter. Mm-hmm. I have a place. I have somewhere I can go for refuge. Yeah. I do not have to worry about the enemy. Mm-hmm. I do not have to yeah. worry about his plans. That's right. I do not have to worry about any of these things because I can crawl up in the lap of yeah, my daddy so and I can say, God, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I don't know what's going to happen in the next year regarding my children. But what I do know is you're faithful and mm-hmm. you come through every single time and you give Mm -hmm. me a place of refuge and so for me Psalm 91 has been a major something I just go back to constantly when when I start to get overwhelmed I remind myself that I have a shelter yeah that is and a lot of times whenever you fear uh, feel most fearful I from personal experience is whenever you're not reading or having that relationship Mm -hmm. with God like if you're not tending to it a lot of times those fears can creep back in Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but like whenever you are in the word and in when you are in conversation with God daily not that it's something that we need to do out of religion you know right Mm -hmm. but like just doing it because it's a relationship Mm -hmm. I mean you benefit most and you're unafraid that um, whenever you're in relationship with your husband, you're unafraid that anybody's going to steal him away from you. Whenever you're in relationship and you are in love, you're not afraid. Mm-hmm. Right. You're, you're free to just love one another and mm-hmm. love other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like whenever you're in that relationship with God, that you are the same way. Yeah. You're yeah. unafraid. You mm-hmm. have the backing of like that roaring lion. Yeah. You have every... The God of the creator, the creator of the universe mm-hmm. standing behind you. Yeah. That right. is a miracle working God. Yeah. He's all powerful. Yeah. And there's honestly nothing in this world to be afraid of. And every single thing that is fear mm-hmm. in your mind, God is not giving you fear. That's right. right. Amen. Yeah. The Satan gives you fear. Mm-hmm. So anytime that does creep in, we have nothing to be afraid of. God knows everything that's happening. He knows right. Mm-hmm. Everything that's going on. And do you think he's up there afraid? No, no, he's not. He always has an answer. So as children of God, I feel like we're called to be that light and to yeah. give answers for people, right. to give hope for people, yeah. right. to yeah. increase people's faith, yeah. to help increase people's faith. Because when you're seeking God, he'll do that. We can't mm-hmm. have faith on our own. <laughs> we can't. Mm-hmm. It's God's faith inside of us mm-hmm. that he places inside of us. And you can get that faith through that relationship. Mm, and we so, were born yeah. for a time as like this. this. Yeah. Yes. I mean, really, we are supposed to be a beacon of light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we're shaken, we can't help others get through that. And That's so right. 
you just have to steady yourself in the word and yeah. knowing that his truth is his truth. Yeah. And you just said that if, if we're shaken, we can't help others. It made me think of when you're in an airplane and the, they say, <laughs> you know, when that bag drops, fix it yourself and then help your, right. your neighbor. And that's the way a lot of Christians are. We can't help neighbors because we're just like, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen? Right. But, I mean, like you said, we were born out of all the time in history. Mm-hmm. God chose us. He had confidence in us, which is astounding <laughs> yeah. that we would that we would be a people with an answer. Mm-hmm. And he's the answer to everything. Psalm 103 comes to my mind. It says, you forgive all my sins and you heal all my diseases. Mm-hmm. And when you can stand on, you know what? I'm not afraid of a disease. And Psalm 91 says, there shall no plague come nigh my right. home and or come nigh my dwelling. Because yeah. I say that over my body. You can't come here. You can't yeah. come here. And um, we just have to not only read the word, but believe what it says. And I know that you said Psalm 91 was your word. And about a year ago, um, the Lord impressed on me to go to Song of Solomon. I'm like, really I mean <laughs> that's an odd choice that is very odd <laughs> and so um I had just got this new bible and it's the passion and I was like I'll try to read it and I read it once I'm like okay God thank you that was beautiful <laughs> and I really did the first time I read it I was like wow and he's like no read it again and so I read it again this time I read it out loud I wept mm-hmm. the entire time when I realized this was him speaking to me mm-hmm. and um I just want to read one um, part to you that God began to highlight because over the past few months, I realized why he had me spend so much time in Song of Solomon is because what we were just talking about, when we realize the depths to which he loves us, yeah, there's nothing that you are afraid of, right. nothing. And um, the verse 6 says, His left hand cradles my head while his right hand holds me close. I'm at rest in his love. Mm-hmm. And when you get a visual of his left hand holding your head and his right hand holding you close, the left hand speaks of his grace, the unknowing ways we, of his grace, and the right hand speaks of his righteousness. Mm-hmm. And we can rest knowing his grace is enough. Yeah. I am righteous in his sight. We can, even in a time like this, we can rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just what he's reassured me of is his love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. I think it's really cool sitting here watching all three of you ladies just talk about your personal experiences as you're talking about um, walking out your faith and overcoming that battle of anxiety. I could feel um, boldness rising up inside (laughs) of each of you as you're speaking, even like your words become more confident and you're proclaiming his word over you. Mm -hmm. And I think that says a lot of what we need to be doing. We Mm -hmm. need to be proclaiming God's love over ourselves Mm -hmm. and over all the people around us. And from that, a holy boldness is mm-hmm. inevitably going to rise up inside mm-hmm. of us. Right. And it's going to rub off on others. I'm sitting here saying, go Christians, just <laughs> because <laughs> you guys are showing me your boldness. And it, you know, it's making me feel bold as well. So it's wonderful. Um, if you guys ever had someone come up to you who wants to minister to someone who has fear or anxiety and doesn't really know how to walk in boldness, what steps would you say, well, I would tell them to pray for them in this way, encourage them in this way. Like, what would you guys do to help someone else help someone else combat that, if mm-hmm. that makes sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like all of us have mentors and that have helped us get to places, mm-hmm. you know, of feeling that boldness or mm-hmm. like you were saying, mm-hmm. like 
we're not always going to be bold. We have to walk alongside each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Amen. so I think that that's why we, God gave us the church. Right. Mm-hmm. We have encouragement. We yeah. have helpers that come alongside us. And I know that just having a person to talk to or multiple people to talk to mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. encourage you along the way helps mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. So like, like you said, there's... Um, I don't know if you mm-hmm. want, I don't know if I know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> I don't Sounds know. Like you're talking true. about unity and the power of unity and walking together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that kind of, whenever, like you said, when you see it played out and when you see a person living in their fullest potential of knowing who they are in Christ, mm-hmm. you, you're automatically emboldened to do the same. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like that helps so much. So like read scriptures, watch mm-hmm. th- things, listen to messages that are telling you who you are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Find that. Search it out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Whenever you've found it for yourself, instead of listening to somebody else's opinion Mm -hmm. of what they think you are in Christ, Mm -hmm. that changes everything. Mm -hmm. Because whenever you've found it in your heart, Mm -hmm. it stays. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stay if it's somebody else's opinion Mm -hmm. of who they tell you you are. Right. That's true. But whenever you know who you are Mm -hmm. yourself, Yeah, that changes everything. And you have that relationship, that one on one relationship with God when he reveals that to you Mm -hmm. of his love. And then he just continues to pour that out and you can just pour it back and forth to each other. Mm -hmm. You're you're strengthened. You're automatically strengthened whenever you have that love with the creator. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, too, we're so on go that we're just ready to talk. And I know myself, I've messed up so many times by trying to help someone with my human strength. <laughs> and it does no good. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then you leave that person and you see things and you're like, why is this not working? Like I gave her all I had, but what I failed to give her was the spirit that was behind it. Right. And so for myself, if I'm ever going to talk to someone or try to help them, I always, before I even start thinking, Holy Spirit, help me give the words that you want to give. And sometimes I'll surprise myself with what comes out. I don't even know where that came from. But then sometimes it's just like it's an easy flow. And so I just find for myself, I do best if I'm always standing behind the Holy Spirit and saying, you lead, I'll follow. You use my mouth. Mm -hmm. If you want me quiet, I'll be quiet. If I just need to sit and listen, Mm -hmm. or if I need to speak your truth or your promise. But we just fail to forget sometimes that he's got to lead us. It can't be right. us pulling him along. Come on, Holy Spirit. We're going to go talk to this person. We're going to bring them truth. Mm-hmm. You might bring them truth, but without the power right. of Jesus Christ, nothing can change. That's yeah. right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Scripture says that don't look at the things which are seen but the things which are unseen Mm -hmm. and so sometimes you have to just shift people's perspective I know it looks really hard right now right let's ask you know I think in Revelation it's Jesus or God whoever it was told uh, John to come up higher Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes like we have to come up higher mm-hmm. and there is a lot going on in the spiritual realm. Yeah. And we're not even called to sit there in the spiritual realm. It says that we are seated in heavenly places. Right. And so the, the head of the enemy has already been crushed. And sometimes mm-hmm. people just need to be reminded, yeah. you are already victorious. So let's just, let's just talk about how, you know, how do you walk this out in, in your life? And I love what both, both of y'all said, and we can't 
right now forsake the assembling together. Mm -hmm. And whether that's in a home, a small setting, or, you know, I'm thankful our church is is meeting right Right. now because we have to encourage each other Mm -hmm. now more than ever. So, And fear and anxiety, it, it doesn't always leave. I mean, it can leave at the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. but the enemy is an enemy that is creative, <laughs> and he loves to, to mm-hmm. steal. It's almost like you have a revelation, I'm not fearful of this thing anymore, and then the next day it creeps right back in. And so we have to remember to take those thoughts captive. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes the thoughts aren't enough. You have to take your words captive. Yes. And I've had to tell the enemy out loud, you have no place mm-hmm. here, you Amen. must leave. Yeah. And so I think a lot of it, too, is remembering that we have the power in us to make him flee and we have to remember that it's just it's out it's the power of Jesus Christ the Holy Spirit that's living in us and we can make it leave and so a lot of times people are like well I don't really feel like I'm getting any better no (laughs) sometimes you just got to keep fighting Mm -hmm. and you have to be reminded to just keep fighting put your face on what is what is known and quit looking back Mm -hmm. and it's almost sometimes a daily battle yeah Taking this thought captive, taking this thought captive over and yeah. over and over again. And then it gets easier. And then it gets easier. And it's it also and that over. becomes your first instinct rather than being like, well, I didn't really get freedom from that or I didn't really get healed from that. Instead of being that way, you can say, this is another attack from the enemy mm-hmm. and I'm going to shut it down right now. Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sounds That's like y'all are talking a lot about unity, but also um, leading by example. Kind of like what y'all were saying earlier about um, with the airplane, take care of us and then we can take care of others. I think Mm -hmm. that that's very, very powerful. Um, Would one of y'all show us like, could you show us a model prayer of what it would look like for someone to um, either cast their own anxiety and fear away or praying over someone else and casting those away? Um, Does anyone want to model a prayer for us? Well, I can. Mm -hmm. Um, I can just kind of show you what what I do when I'm fearful. Okay. Um, it starts a lot like, God, I know that you have a plan for me, mm-hmm. a plan to prosper me, a plan to set me up in a high place. I know that no matter what I do on this earth, you're already there. Mm-hmm. Amen. You're before, you're behind, you're side to side. And so I can trust that you're good. And I just want to speak against this anxiety and this fear that I know is coming from the enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to speak against it, and I want to take that thought captive, and I want you to throw it on the other side of the <laughs> earth because mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, God loves Amen. us to just be us. Yes. Lord, take that thing and move it on out of here because <laughs> I don't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. And so I just remind myself of his word and what his word says. And the more you get into that prayer, mm-hmm. the more comfortable yep. you get with realizing that it's behind you already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. We don't have to step over a wall. Mm-hmm. The wall's been broken. Oh, man. That's so good. And so for me, it's just being really realistic. Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm struggling today. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm capable of this thing that you're calling me to do, but I know that you're going to empower me to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just asking that you break down every thwart of the enemy, mm-hmm. everything that could stop me in my tracks. And give me the boldness and the power to Amen. speak against it. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. And so that's a lot of. I love that. I think a lot powerful. of us don't don't pray like you said. Like I don't even know how to pray. So why would I? And but it's just like Jessica said. Be you and talk to God. That's right. prayer. Yes. Just say, you know what, God, 
like you said, I'm struggling, mm -hmm. but this is what your word says, and I'm going to stand on it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And good. even when we might fail, even when we might, that's what I was telling someone today. I was like, Abraham had a promise, and he stood on faith over facts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he that's good. He stood on faith over good. facts. Mm -hmm. He failed in that. <laughs> yes. He failed. They decided they were going to use a surrogate. They mm -hmm. they put their plan on plan into action. Him and Sarah failed. But you know what? Mm -hmm. God's promises still happen. Amen. That's so so good. even when we might fail, even mm -hmm. when we might fear, we still have God fighting on our side. And mm -hmm. his right. promises will come to pass. Mm -hmm. Whatever so we do, we just need mm -hmm. to keep that faith. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. fa his faith, he's he still had it. He wasn't sure how it was going to happen. <laughs> he didn't know how it was going to happen. And we can see now that it wasn't his <laughs> first choice. But... <laughs> God's faithful and we yeah. just have to keep that faith in him that right. everything so is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like Pastor good. Mike Amen. said Sunday, God just wants to throw blessings on us. Yes. That's really his character. <laughs> and we do mess up and we do forget to speak the the truth over s situations, but he really just wants to love on us. Absolutely. And it's a revelation in itself mm -hmm. to know that God just wants to give us blessings because he's a good father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. That's powerful. Uh, thank you, ladies, so much for sharing all your experiences and all your wisdom and all the biblical references, too. Um, friends who are watching or listening, please remember that you can always let us know topics that you want to hear by emailing um Covenant Church NC1 at gmail.com with any of those topics you want to hear. Bye. <laughs>